I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Uh-huh. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, man. Boy, oh, boy, boy, boy. Man, God has been good to me. I, I can't even. <laughs> I, I can't even put it into words, man. But I try, though. I try, I try, I try. God does things for me just right on time. He's he's so cool with it. And um, I happen to run across Joel Osteen on television, like I often do all the time. And um, I was sitting there, and he had such a timely message for me. A part of it was something that I've said oftentimes about if you really, really, want to be successful, if you really, really want to change, if you really, really want to prosper, if you really, really want to achieve greatness, if you really, really want to have something in life that's worth having, if you really, really want to accomplish your goals, you got to push through all of it. He said that when you get closer to it, the more difficult it becomes. Did you hear me? He said, the closer you get to what it is you want or you need or you have to have or, 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 or you would love to be, it gets a little bit more difficult when you get closer. He told this uh, story that's in the Bible that I'd never heard before. This is what he said. He said there was a man who was uh, paralyzed and Uh, he had heard that Jesus was speaking at a house 
And so he wanted to get there, so he convinced four of his friends to put him on a stretcher and carry him for for hours to get to this house where Jesus was speaking. He said that along the way, these friends said that, that, that they went along because he had so much faith that if he could just get to him, it could be better. That he could, if, if he could just get over there and he could see him, that he might have a shot at getting healed. And so he said they took out along the way and they walked and they walked and they walked for hours. And then uh, when they got there, the house was completely filled with people. There was absolute, it was packed wall to wall. There was absolutely no way for the men to get him on that stretch of end to see Jesus. This is a story that uh, Joel Osteen said is in the Bible and we was telling it. No, I'm just repeating the parts of it I, I, I gathered. And so he said they sat there and they went, wow, man, we walked all this way and it's full and, 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 and we can't get there. He said, and then the guy with the affliction told the four men, if you get up on the roof and cut a hole in it and lower me down, I bet I could see him then and I bet it'll be all right. Now, he then said, you must imagine how these four men must have felt when you carry somebody for hours on, 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 on the way they had to carry some cloth connected by a couple of sticks, said the men's shoulders had to be bruised, had to have deep uh, gouges in them, not cuts, but just indentations where they had carried the weight of this grown man for so many hours. And they looked at him in disbelief, like, man, what are you talking about? We done walked all this far. He said, yeah, but if you get up on that roof and you cut a hole in it and lower me down, I can see him. And when he see me, it'll be all right. After sitting there and imploring the men, they went up and did just that. And and in, and in the story that Joel Osteen said, the man was healed. But the point he was making was, he was saying that the closer you get to what it is you really want, the more difficult it's going to become. But you've got to push through. See, if you don't push through, you never know. See, you can't get right to the answer and because it gets really difficult, start creating those little sayings that we got as people. Uh, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. I, I guess it wasn't the Lord's will. No, man, I guess you should not give up right now. I guess you should keep pressing. I guess you should do more. Because, see, in all of us, in all of us, when you've had enough, I want you to know something. You do have a little bit more. In all of us, you can do one more. You know, that's one of my favorite things, and I heard Joel Osteen say it, and it kind of made me feel good. He said, I always feel like I can do one more anything. And I tell my friends all the time, I can do one more, man. I could do one more day. I can do one more anything. Now, here was the jewel that I never really knew that Joel Osteen uh, and God sent to me. I needed to hear. He said that no matter what you're going through, no matter how long the challenge is you've been facing, 
God has an end date for it all. Did you hear me? No matter what you're going through, no matter what challenge you're facing, no matter what situation you've gotten yourself into, God has an ending date. All you got to do is keep pressing forward. All you got to do is hang in there. All you got to do is don't give up. All you have to do is don't turn back. There is an end date for all of it. Even when you think you've had enough. And boy, have I had this conversation with God on several things that I've been going through. And I'm go- I've even told him, look, I got it, man. He said, just keep hanging on. There is an end date to whatever it is you're going through. There's an end date to your illness, your sickness, your, your, your tired of being tired. There's an end date to this relationship that you can't seem to get through beyond, over, that's, that's a, like a cancer to you. There's an end date, but you've got to hang in there. You've got to keep pushing forward. You cannot turn around. You must not go back because when God gets you through this and you break through to the other side, the reward and the benefit is far greater than the struggle. I oftentimes look at some of the things that God has brought me through in in, in my worst times. And, And when he brought me through, I went, wow, man. Now that I understand that, now that I'm on the other side and I have the benefit of the reward for it, would you do it all again to get there? Yes, I would. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me have your undivided attention. Today's show is dedicated to me, Junior, and Tommy. Me, Junior, and Tommy, today's show is dedicated to the ignorant amongst us. That's an important group. They're often overlooked. They're never given credit where they deserve it because the ignorant always get blamed, but they don't ever get credit. I'm on. Credit is a positive yeah blame is a negative today Mm -hmm. we will go over the things that ignorant people bring to the table man this show is dedicated to junior nephew tommy and myself ladies and gentlemen the steve harvey morning show and now the two (laughs) non-ignorant people on the show shirley strawberry Somebody has to have some sense. And call it for real. Good morning, Steve. <laughs> uh, good morning. Good morning, crew. All right. Well, but, well but now, Steve, now who is? Well, go ahead. Sean. I was going to ask. Seriously, though, uh-huh. I was just thinking about this because I haven't asked you this in a while. Well, what? <laughs> you embarrass me. I'm embarrassed make, you today, girl. Make me, make me really ashamed. Okay, let me ask you a question. Is <laughs> yeah. the strawberry letter something I can use my skill set to embarrass you? Oh. For sure. Cool. Uh, <laughs> is 30-something funny if it's going to be able to embarrass you on that? Oh, Steve, just about every segment okay. that we're going to be talking Let's about today. Let's get the stupid in then. Tommy yeah. and them <laughs> will do it on pranks and all that other stuff. But any segment involving me or any character of mine, I promise you to <laughs> deliver 
on Ignorance Today. Thank you. Junior. Thank you, Unc. We appreciate you, Shirley. Carla, if it wasn't for us, y'all wouldn't be laughing. That's honest truth. <laughs> and the fool, nephew Tommy. <laughs> Private first class stupid reporting his auditor right here. Wow. See, now that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let the ignorance begin. <laughs> All right, Shirley. Well, we got Ask Steve coming up, so, so <laughs> save okay, some cool. of it for that. This for sure. Ask Steve right here. Ask. Y- y'all ain't got it. The okay. is not right there. I don't know why you feel the need for the K. I certainly don't. Now this here ass Steve that's been to come up. I want y'all to understand something about it. I could answer it one of two ways. Don't change y'all questions. Just ask me what you was gonna question. I'm gonna do it my way. I'm gonna answer the question if I didn't have a radio show. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, it's been nice working here. Uh, well, you, you know, know thank I ain't going to do nothing to lose the money, but <laughs> okay. it's going to be close. Yeah. It's right Bold. there on the edge. Borderline. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's coming up. That's coming up at 32 after Ask Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ignorance will begin, oh, and I Lord. promise you, I will not let you down. It will begin with this very first segment <laughs> Ask Steve. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> Tell Ask me, me you what you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. We Com- finna bring that ass Steve. That's Com- what we doing. Coming, coming up at 32 after the hour, Ask Steve. Uh, and that's coming <laughs> up right after this. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for Ask Steve. Uh, Steve, you ready? Yeah, right here, dog. All right, I'll, I'll kick it off. And I just want you to know that I will be being ignorant all day today. <laughs> is this Ignorant Thursday? Uh, it is, is now. Is that because what we're calling I, it? Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you something, man. I just, I'm just tired of, you know, people thinking that I ain't got it and all this here. All right, let's go. Here you go. Wow. Mm. I, I don't think anybody thought that. Oh, in I don't case. know who doubted that. <laughs> who who doubted I, I, I never doubted that. Well, doubt anybody, that. I'm just who motivating myself. Oh, okay. Say it, oh, not okay. say it to okay. me. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So, okay, here's the first question, Steve. Um, so if somebody, say a master craftsman, if they offered to build like a custom piece of furniture for you, something that you wanted in your home, all right, what would you choose? A flow. <laughs> Just come in here and put Floor. in a flow. <laughs> yeah, don't be making no cabinets or nothing where people got to look up and it's in the eye line. Your ass really ain't no master craftsman. It ain't but a few of them. Just put a section of flow in for me. <laughs> Shellac it, put, do the corner. Do a corner over there. Shellack it and get your ass on. Improve your little master craftsmanship. So you ain't making no, I ain't finna put my TV in it. I don't need no damn wall unit. You know, poor people always try to give you something you don't want. I made you a chest for the foot of your bed. I don't want no damn chest at the foot of my bed. I made you a nightstand to go next to your desk. I work in the daytime. Welcome to Ignorant Thursday. Uh, oh, nothing right. like this right here. <laughs> yeah, and this is I build a, I build a box for you to keep your sneakers in. What? All right, <laughs> all right okay. Tommy, you're up next. Let me see. Let me think, Shirley. Okay. All right, all right. Okay, um, here's one. If you could safely experience anything at maximum speed. Wow, I like it. And what, what would you choose? And anything experiencing that nothing could happen? Nothing can happen. Yeah, you, it's safely. safe. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. slap our president. <laughs> at, at maximum speed? At maximum, maximum speed. speed. <laughs> 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 I 
slap the flavor, the orange color, and the hair right off his damn head. And nothing could happen to me at maximum speed. <laughs> Fuck! You talking about you talking about bringing your hand way back? Boy, yeah. I'm talking about I'm me. talking about I'm talking about pull my hand my right hand back, scratch my ass, then swing. <laughs> wow! Wait, do it again. What? Say it again. That's it. Take correct. my right hand all the way back, scratch the left side of my ass, then swing. <laughs> That's how much velocity I'm trying to build. All right, that was Shirley, ignorant. Is I'm ignorant from oh, right now? Oh, that was ignorant right there. Okay, yeah. cool. All come right, on. come on, Carla, come your on. turn. All right, Steve. <laughs> if you had to permanently be trapped in time, living the same 24-hour period over and over again, like ground which day from your past would you choose endlessly to repeat? The day I married Marjorie. Oh, no ignorance so there. That was a no, that lovely would be the answer. Coolest day I could do over and over and over again because it was really, really cool. That, that was a day. lovely answer. Yeah, that was good. Good That's answer. So uh-huh. good. Yeah. All right. All the rest of the days I'll mention had a lot of sin and debauchery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'll be a good ass answer to kill. I've had some do overs all day. All right, Junior. <laughs> oh, you have wait, something wait, else wait, to wait, add, wait. Carla? I was gonna say, would that location be in Las Vegas? Oh, would that be the city? No, 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 no. Be in Maui where we got married. Oh, yeah. Oh, because okay. er- everything I've done in my past life in Vegas is really not uh, recordable. Not a do Radio, no. This is, no. Okay. I'm gonna be serious with you. My past need to stay right where it is. Yes. Okay. In my gotcha. past, I'm just becoming this new me, and I've got to just just make plenty room for that. All right, you quit being stupid for that one. Yeah, all right, good. All right, okay, back to stupid. Come back, stupid. All right, if you could routinely skip one hour of the day, just one, which 60-minute time slot would you gladly skip? Which 60-minute time slot would I gladly skip routinely every day? Yeah. If you on, on the air. Any day that I've ever been constipated. <laughs> if I could skip that one oh hour God. of sitting Are over there witnessing. You ain't you ain't you, that if I could routinely skip any day that I've ever been constipated, I've kicked a hole in a hamper before. Oh God. I didn't reach back there and flush the toilet so hard that little silver piece, I done broke it off. I didn't leaned over the on the hot water on my side and snapped the vag. I didn't I didn't sit there and tow a shower curtain down before. I didn't pull both guest towels out the damn wall in front of me. <laughs> Thanks, Junior. Yeah. Like, what? What, what are you yeah. eating, dog? What are you That's eating? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I'm, talking, I'm just you asking me, and it's a day happened to me in a long time because I'm, I'm I'm good now. But I've had you ask me in my past any 60 minute I could skip, and any time I've been constipated. We thought you were a vegan. <laughs> What happened to your vegan diet? Vegan, yeah, I am vegan now, but I ain't always vegan. Sometimes I'd go just a week without a vegetable. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Right. I saw a promo Thanks. for Man, um, yeah. yeah. Come on, well, let's go. Anybody? Okay. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His okay. All right. Welcome to uh, Ignorant Thursday, starring the one and only Steve Harvey. Uh, this is Ask Steve. If you could listen to this, Steve, if you could send, let's say, a 10 word text message to every person's phone, to, to all our mobile devices, what would it say? It is everybody. A, everybody. To everybody. Uh huh. A 10 word message. Text message. Uh huh. Hope you're doing fine, because I ain't got nothing for you. <laughs> Coming up next, welcome to Ignorant Thursday. The nephew's in the building with Run That Prank Back right after this. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, oh boy, Nicole Murphy gives her first interview since kissing uh, married director Antoine Fuqua, and we'll talk about that. But right now, nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? Is that your husband? Oh my God. Is that your husband? No, that was no, that was her husband. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I just oh, oh, I'm It's I'm ignorant Thursday. I'm, I'm still on ignorant Thursday. Uh-huh. My bad. Yeah. No. Let's go, cat dog. Is that your husband? Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Karen. This is Karen. Karen. Uh, hey, listen. My name is Mark. Are you married to Jason? Yes. Okay. All right. I got the right person. Listen. I don't I don't even know how to say this to you. My my um my, like I say my name is Mark. I follow my wife today. Uh-huh. And I right now I'm at a park and I'm almost certain that my wife is right now I'm I'm about 2 or 300 yards away, but I'm almost certain my wife is holding hands uh with your husband Jason. So okay, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Will you see my husband at the park with with your wife? How long have you been following them? I followed my wife this morning because I just was feeling like real weird about, you know, something going on, and I followed her. And I'm at the park right now, and uh, you know, this. I think this is. I think she's with Jason. I think she's okay. with your husband. What kind? What type of car you do you see Jason in? A Lexus. What color is it? Um, white. Okay, that's him. So he's supposed to have went to work today. And this Sunday, and they had some overtime that he's supposed to be doing at work today, and he's at a park with your wife. Are you close to them? I'm not close to him. You know, I tried to stay back. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. She just kissed him. She just kissed who? My wife just kissed your husband. What'd you say your, your your wife's name is again? My wife's name is Veronica. Veronica. Okay, uh, what park that? Uh, they at Langley Park. I'm Langley at Langley Park. Park right now. I'm under, I'm about 200 yards away from them, and I'm looking at. She just kissed him again. I cannot believe this, man. I know well. You're not telling me that your your wife is kissing my husband. Uh, what, well, how did you get my number? Let's hold up. Back this up. How did you get my number? And who are you? Like I say, my name is Mark. Uh, a buddy of mine named Fitz Fitzgerald. Fitz knows. He knows Jason. I don't know and, no. Uh, it's Jerry. I want to know how you get my number. Fitz gave me your Fitz. Fitz told me he knew Jason in some kind of way. Got me your phone number. I don't even know who he got your number from. All I know is your husband is kissing my wife right now. That's what I know. Okay, you just sitting there watching. Give me the number. We can change this right now. You sitting there watching on some Spectre gadget. I'll go and bust all this 
because I don't play that. Because he said he had to work this morning, some little overtime, <laughs> don't have time. Who does that in the park with some body? It's too cold to be in the park anyway. You can't feed no ducks. Give me, give me the address of this Langley Park. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. They getting a blanket out the car. Now, who does that? I know well. He ain't no romantic type of guy. He never take me to no park, but they getting a blanket out the car and going deeper into the park. I cannot believe this. They getting the blanket. Well, what? I know she, I know she. Now, I'm looking at. Give me the wine, park address. They got wine and wine glasses. Excuse me, excuse me. Mark, Mark, Mark. Give me the address of the park. You want some white boy stuff? I'm trying to go. I'll bust that up. I don't have time for that calling me all started and watching your wife. I'm not going to watch and I'm going to hand him his ass. Okay, let's stop this right now. Take your over there to the park and give him the phone. I don't have time for this. You sitting up there watching your wife with my you calling me. What kind of you? Are you okay? I'm, 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 say what? You're supposed to be up there getting on that because if I was there, I'd be the slap that and I've been handing him his cap. Go hand him the phone. Take up there and hand him the phone. What the hell are you calling me for? I'm trying to see what else they going to do. That's what I'm trying to do. You done seen enough. All that porn that be over there doing, putting out a guy. What you want, wait to see him? Take your ass over to hand him the phone. I know Jason ain't in no park for no I'm got my at home. I am on our third child pregnant with a baby. But I don't give a I'll go up there and whoop his while I'm pregnant. I know well, Jason ain't in no park or no. Go hand him the phone. You no, I want to see. Oh, let me, let me, hold on, let me step out the truck. Hold on. They drinking wine right now. I, I don't give a about that. Go hand him the phone. Walk over and hand him the phone. Okay, I don't know okay. what you do with yours. I don't play about mine. Oh, man, they kiss. Mark, Mark, Mark. I don't know who you are, but go hand him the phone. Go hand him the phone. You sitting up there watching with your weak. Who in the are you anyway? Um, uh, uh, that's my wife he with. He with my wife. You must be old because if you was one of them big old yoked up black one of got on this who does that? You sit up there watching them at the park. I'm telling you, now I'm whooping that when I see her. I'm whooping your wife. Then I'm whooping Jason. And I'm a slap your calling me with this. You sit up there calling me, got my blood pressure. Start high while you sit up there watching my husband with your wife. You supposed to be all on top of that. Yeah, when I see you got that coming too, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna find this Langley Park right now. I'm gonna get off the phone because I'll be up there. I'm gonna show you how. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody want to talk to you? Give him the phone. Hello. Hello, who is this? This Tommy. Tommy who? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband Jason got me to prank phone call you. (laughs) This is some. (laughs) You almost made me have my baby up in this house this morning. And I got two more months to go. Yo, Jason got me to pray for God. <laughs> he know better than that sh-. I'm whooping anyway when he come home. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, he told me, say, look, man, my wife is a no nonsense. She ain't. She don't take no drama. None of that. He told that don't me. That no sense because I was like, what man sit there and watch their wife at the park? <laughs> what what man does that? This is crazy. But you tell him I got him. I got him. Mm-hmm. Hey, I gotta ask you this, baby. One more thing. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get Jason with this. No, Tommy. I'm gonna get. You. I'll show you what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm just gonna name the baby Tommy. Tell him that for a joke. 
Tell him you're going to name the baby Tommy. Yeah, tell, tell, tell Jason that I'm going to name the baby Tommy. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what do you mean, and there you have it? It's a prank. There you have it, Shirley. Oh, man. <laughs> What's coming up at the top of the hour? Entertainment and national news. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about Nicole Murphy. Go yeah, ahead. it's going to yeah. get better. Yeah, but let me I put this out there: Salisbury, Maryland, Salisbury, Maryland, Wacomico. I will be there October the fifth, that Saturday night. Wacomico Civic Center, Salisbury, Maryland. The tickets are on sale right now. Get them while they. Hey, are Tommy, nasty. what is that, man? What what what, what is what is Wacomico? What is that? That's a Civic Center in Salisbury, Maryland. I oh, okay. Cool. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The nephew will be there. You want to come work with me? You want you want to put some time in? I keep telling you, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm going to spare you You're going to show up one day. Yeah. And when I show up, just stay back there. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Unc and Neff. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So, Nicole Murphy uh, stopped by the Wendy Williams Show. Uh, she wanted mm-hmm. to discuss... The kiss wow. that had everybody talking, the picture that went viral and everything. Uh, you remember paparazzi snapped some pictures of Nicole. Uh, she was kissing Layla Rashan's or Lila Rashan's husband, Antoine Fuqua, uh, while they were in Italy for a film festival. This happened back in July. Uh, Nicole confessed her regrets to Wendy. Take a listen to this. Trust me, I wish it didn't happen. Okay, um, repeat where I this should, happened. Well, I think it was a moment where I should have thought more through the situation, um, made better judgments, you know? So it's something that I apologize for. Mm. Mm. Uh, she, this is making it worse. Yeah, I accept mm. it. Well, yeah, okay. I mean... Yeah, I accept it. I'm okay with it. I'm not. You know, a lot of people yeah. were, uh, you know, upset. It I'm was, not going to be able to go on TV and make no damn yeah, apologies, it, it but mixed. I accept it. Yeah, yeah she also admitted... She, she didn't come across remorseful, you know, Or with sincere. The they were saying sincere Seer, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, she kind of, you know, you know, how she looked kind of yeah. takes... She ain't going to ever look remorseful. Well, she's a beautiful, beautiful woman, yeah. of course. That goes yeah. without saying. You know, that's um, what stops remorse from a lot of people. Well, she also admitted well, was... that Antoine gave her a different impression of marriage to Leela. And uh, she also urged women to do their research because this could happen to you, she says. Uh, she then revealed that she did not put out the statement following their makeout session, claiming that the two were just family friends who exchanged a friendly hello, hello and that was it. She I said ain't that never was said not hi like that. No, me neither. I, I want to. But you, but you yeah. can say hi to me like <laughs> yeah. that, though. Yeah. Yeah. If I say hi Excuse like me, that. Excuse me, what? Uh-uh. What, what was that? Uh, yeah, that's Tommy mm-hmm. talking. What was that? Yeah. This is Ignorant yeah, Thursday, yeah. but... Uh, that's ignorant. Tommy said that. <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> I ain't that damn ignorant. Okay. Yeah. See, there's a difference between ignorance and stupidity. It's your nephew. Yes. No, no. Steve. Yes. See, I make ignorant statements. See, here's my ignorant mm. statement. Uh-huh. I ain't never said hello like that. <laughs> right. That was ignorant. Yeah. To yeah. a family you know, friend. Uh-huh. Then, then mm-hmm. here's another mm-hmm. ignorant statement. I accept her apology. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now yeah, show, us, do with it. show us what stupid is. I was ignorant. Show yeah. us what's stupid. Mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. Yeah, she can say hi to me like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. See the difference? See, right there. Big big if we're going to say hello, I mean... Only thing I'm mad about Shirley. What? If she'd have kissed me, it wouldn't even be a story. <laughs> Why <are> you saying <laughs> that? Only people been mad are my exes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Mm. All 
right. Wow. Yeah, that was her response. And she said, at least she was woman enough to come on and face everyone and, you know, tell her side. That's what she said. Well, here's the thing I do give her credit for. If See, here's what people do. They embarrass people publicly and they apologize privately. So I do respect that if you embarrass a person or a relationship publicly and then you apologize publicly, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. You know, everybody's human. And, I, and that's what she I said. Don't know she said, I'm human. Everybody makes That mistakes. hasn't done something that they regret. Oh, yeah. I give her credit for Everybody her figure, has. for her shape, how yeah. she looks. I give oh. her credit for that. Boy, stupid boy, number two. In the mail Monday morning. Stupid number two. <laughs> stupid don't statement. nobody give her credit for how she looks? She's beautiful. I, I, you dog I think she's beautiful, but it's not has anything. Well, I'm giving her credit for that, though. So is Leela Rashawn. I mean, you come on. You saw Boomerang. Yeah. The whole problem, though, is see, huh? families is beautiful, marriage is beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. when all of that gets tossed up in the wind, it bothers a lot of people. Because, uh-huh. you know, a, a, a lot of people are actually pulling for people. There are more okay. people actually rooting happy for, for your marriage yeah. and rooting for you than hating on you in actuality. It's just yeah. the damn haters <laughs> is so loud. Okay. But, Steve, can we go Man. to the headlines now? Because, Tommy. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp, quit talking to him. Okay, it's like that. This is Antrip with the news. Well, if anybody kissed me, male or female, nobody would care. Okay, talk of impeachments reach new levels now. The transcript of the call that President Trump made to the president of the Ukraine has been released. And now members of the House and Senate Intelligence Committees are reportedly going over the up-till-now confidential whistleblow report that starred the whole darn thing. In the transcript, uh, Trump repeatedly asks Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to do him a favor and look into the affairs of Vice President Biden and his son, while conferring with the U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr and his personal attorney, who's Mayor Giuliani, former New York City Mayor Giuliani, about what the Ukrainians could dig up. During the press conference at the U.N. yesterday, President Trump, though, called the whole thing a witch hunt, a setup. The Democrats did this hoax during the United Nations week. It was perfect because this way it takes away from these tremendous achievements that we're, uh, that we're involved in in New York City at the United Nations. So that was all planned, like everything else. It was all planned. And the witch hunt continues. But they're getting hit hard on this witch hunt because when they look at the information, it's a joke. Impeachment for that? Well, he says that they were trying to just make him look bad and ruin his day. Of course, Democrats see things differently. Their sentiments best expressed by the chairman of the House Democratic Caucus, excuse me, Hakeem Jeffries. To commence an investigation of the Biden family to dig up political dirt in order to bolster the president's electoral prospects in 2020. That is textbook abuse of power, and the transcripts have become exhibit A in that regard. By the way, President Zelensky of Ukraine, he's actually a comedian. Who was elected? He was elected, but they, he, he was a comedian. That's what he did for a living. He says he doesn't want to be in the middle of U.S. politics, and he says he wasn't pressured, okay? Meanwhile, according to the most Quinnipiac, the latest Quinnipiac University uh, poll, uh, most Americans are against Donald Trump being impeached. The survey, which came out before the transcript of the phone call came out, shows that 37% of the respondents say Trump should be, not, should be removed from office, but 57% said they should just leave him. He shouldn't be impeached, even though uh, Trump's job approval rating remains a very low 
vote, 38%, and 55% of those asked say they would hold an unfavorable opinion of the guy. Today, by the way, is, uh, well, the Snickers bar folks have come up with a new one instead of peanuts. This one uses pecans, and it's only available online. Sometimes you don't. Whoa, it's online. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, as promised, the White House released the transcripts that show President Trump suggested or pushed Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden's son, Hunter. President Trump repeatedly pushed for uh, Ukrainian President uh, Vladimir Zelensky to uh, investigate former Vice President Joe Biden and his son. This was during a during a July 25th phone call, according to a transcript of the conversation that was released by the White House. President Trump also asked the Ukrainian leader to work with his personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, and U.S. Attorney General William Barr on the issue. Uh, the call transcripts reveals there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general general would be great. This is what Trump said. I'm Trump went on to say, uh, what would you say, Tommy? I'm tired of Giuliani. Have y'all watched him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he didn't turn yeah. into an old fool. Yeah, <laughs> he he's not he's America's mayor that we <laughs> that we no, love at all, Carl. But he's two thousand. But he is doing the job that he was hired to do by this administration. Lie. that's for sure. Uh, Trump went on to say that Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you could look into that, it sounds horrible to me. Trump says, according to the document. Ukraine President Zelensky agreed to the request. The president is calling this impeachment inquiry a witch hunt. Doesn't he call everything? Every time he commits a crime, it's a witch hunt. Every time he does something. Here's, here's a problem that we have with this whole thing. Because he got away scot-free with the Mueller investigation after a couple of years and $30 million, he figured, boom, I could do anything. So he's right back to business as usual. This is how he does business. This is how he cuts deals. This is how he gets his way. This is how he gets out of debt. All of it. He, he does Stop this. his taxes, gets out of... Seriously, man. Hurting. Read the book, Art of the Deal. This is how he does it. And then when something comes up, all he does is he changes the narrative. Mm-hmm. And he says it so many times and immediately starts... Uh, you know, deflecting the attention of what the real yeah. issue is. He's he does it every time. It. Uh-huh. But what's really going to help him is the Republican Party are starting to rally around it. Now, a couple of them have, uh, the guy from Nebraska and uh, Mitt Romney have said, wait a minute, it's something here. We got to look at this a little bit closer. But the rest of it's them trouble. are rallying. Yeah. Uh-huh. The rest of them mm-hmm. are going there and siding with him. I don't know what all he has to do for them to go, wow, this is not a good president. Because you can't be. I don't know what he can do for them to say that. A patriotic American. Well, you can't be a patriotic <laughs> well, American just and saying. say that he's yeah. a great president. You just can't. There's something wrong, man, with that. And there are at least 38 million people in this country who don't give a damn what he do. They wow. voted for. Exactly. All right. Well, coming up next, you're right about that. Coming up next at 34 after the hour, we're going to talk more about this impeachment inquiry and the transcripts right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Trending political news as President Trump promised the White House has released a transcript, actually a memorandum of his July 25th phone call with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. In the transcript, he made a clear point that he wanted Zelensky to investigate Joe Biden and his son Hunter. He mentioned all of this uh, right before bringing up these two items. Trump pointed out that the U.S. has been a very, very uh, good Uh, country to Ukraine. So guys, there is absolutely no mention of a quid pro quo here. Uh, But the the quote, the United States has been a very has been very, very good to Ukraine into the context of the military aid being withheld of Ukraine is a clear suggestion. So that, you know, and that's why now we have this impeachment inquiry going on or getting, you know, they're getting ready to start. Yeah. He should be lying on yeah, I don't, I don't have any faith in the government anymore. No. no. Nope. I, all my faith for the government went out the window when Barack Obama left the White House. I, yeah. This this that they have now. When you, know, when you think we're getting back to that? When do you think that's happening? Well, we'll see. Yeah. 2020. This is his, this is his <laughs> version November. of making America great again. Yeah. This is his mm-hmm. version of it. Yeah. So I hope everybody's happy who believed out. in it. Because yeah, this is his yeah, version right, of making America great mm-hmm. again. I'm going to get in the White House and lie. I'm going to bring a bunch of criminals around me. I'm going to let several of them go to prison. I'm not going to help mm-hmm. them. And wow. I'm going to create an atmosphere where I win. Mm-hmm. It's all about the win with him. Yeah. It's not about Always. nothing else. He's never been a servant of people. Yes. So he has no idea yeah. what the downtrodden feel like. He has no heart for poor people because he's never been one. He doesn't care that they take children from their parents because he's never lived in a neighborhood where somebody came in and removed a child from the home. He has no he has no knowledge of any of this that happens in people's lives. So he governs a people of which he's never been one of. See, the majority of yeah. this country is not is there's not rich people. Well he's mm-hmm. never not been a rich boy. So he governs according to his rich friends. And it's to no benefit to you. But they mask this thing so incredibly well, what the Republicans do with the conservative party. Do you know that the Southern evangelicals support Donald Trump? Now, you explain that to me. Right. How the Southern Christian leadership of people would support a Donald Trump. Why? Because he tricked them too. He told them he's against gay marriage. He told them he was against welfare. He told them he was against illegal immigrants and wanted a wall. And he told them that every American has the right to bear arms. He did. Second Amendment. So, here comes the Christians. That's right, gay people ain't supposed to get married. Then here come the Christians. That's right, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, no welfare. And then that's right, they're coming over here taking our jobs. Let's build a wall. And you're right, we can have our own guns. Let's get some arms. It's another one that they do really well. But anyway, let's just talk about those. Abortion. Oh, God, and there's the other one. Abortion. Mm -hmm. That's one of their favorites. You've got to save a life. You should never have an abortion. Let me go down the list for you. Republicans and conservatives and Southern uh, evangelicals, there are a lot of gays in that group. 
There are a lot of welfare people in that group. There are a lot of those people in that group who own companies who hire illegal immigrants so they don't have to pay minimum wage and make more money. Uh, there are evangelicals who have guns and everything, but once one of their kids gets shot in one of these schools or movie theaters, they're going to change that. And oh, did I fail to mention that conservatives and Republicans get abortions too at the same rate as does everybody else. Did I fail to tell you that? Yeah, you left that one out, sir. Yeah, okay. So where's the hypocrisy here? That's why I have no faith in them at all. My faith is in God. I'm cool with that. I know that's right. But I'm going to vote, though. Oh, got to vote. Yeah, got to vote. I'm voting faith in God, but I'm still voting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, coming up next, nephew in the building with a prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Uh, the subject, living with three other women might be cool. <laughs> what? Mm, it will. What? Oh, it mm. <laughs> Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. Did you write this letter yet? Me, 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 me. <laughs> Let me warm up. Did you write this letter? <laughs> I did not. Oh, okay. 1990, Chuck Rock steps up on the scene of a dream of a hardcore lean. The dream wasn't crafted to be pornographic. Here it is, Chuck Rock, y'all. The prank. <laughs> you prank Chubb? Chub Rock, a legend. See, what ain't finna happen is somebody finna use my instrumental. Hello? And then act like they gonna just use my... Hello? Hello? May I speak to Chubb? Uh, this is E. Hey, I need to talk to you, man. This D-Lo from uh, Flow Jam Productions out of Jacksonville, Florida. Who? My name D-Lo from Flow Jam Productions out of Jacksonville, Florida. Can you hear me? Yeah, brother, brother, do me a favor. Bring your blood pressure down a couple of notches, B. Hey, 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 hold up, bro, because me and you already got a problem. Now, my understanding is somebody using my instrumental on some kind of record you got called If You Was Mine. And all that, all them, all that music is my music, and I got a problem with all of that. Brother, calm your blood pressure down. You my, feel what I'm saying to you? My, my blood pressure, calm down. All I'm saying to you is... Ain't nobody finna release no CD, no album, using my music, dog. It ain't finna happen. I understand who you is and all the stuff you done done in the past, but you ain't finna use my stuff, dog. Brother, let me tell you something. Anything I ever got in my life in 20 years of recording, I don't know how you got my number, who you are, you know, who you're supposed to be representing, but anything I do is always straight up. We do our music ourselves, or if a producer I'm using, he does his thing, I pay him or do whatever I got to do. You calling me? I don't even know who you are, but you need to calm down your blood pressure if you want to continue this conversation where we can get to some kind of figuring out of who you are and what you're talking about. I, I, if you want to yell at me and try to do that, I don't I don't go for yelling and intimidation. I ain't one of these young dudes out there. So if you don't bring your blood pressure down, then I'm going to have a problem. My blood pressure will go up, and then we'll have a real, real problem. Do you feel what I'm saying to you? I understand everything that you're saying to me. All I'm saying is I know I, I know my music when I hear it, and I think your boy Cal then took my music from me. Now, if you, the, 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 the stuff you got on If You Was Mine, all that's mine. Ain't nobody tripping with y'all on what you do. I'm just trying to tell you, 
You said all that stuff is mine. What are you talking about? Those are my lyrics on there, Playboy. You don't write no lyrics for me. What are you crazy? No, I don't you write. Sound like one of them Keebler Elf cats. You don't. Nobody touch my lyrics, B. You saying all that stuff is yours? I'm not. I ain't talking about the mu- the lyrics. I'm talking about the music itself. That's what I'm talking about. The lyrics, I don't know nothing about. That might be you. But I'm just trying to let you know about the music that belonged to me. Hold up. Convert that mic that you got there. Might be me. Convert the mic. I ain't no mic. The music is mine. Let's get that out there now. The music on this song you got, If You Was Mine, that's my music. Brother, you ain't Bobby Womack. How can it be your music? The interpolation of the music was from Bobby Womack. Hey, brother, now I don't know if you the one that stole my music. I don't know if it was your boy, Cal, who called himself DJ Rexha, whoever he called himself. All I'm trying to let you know is this music belonged to me. All right, so what do you want? Do you want to meet me on the street somewhere and then you can handle it the way you want to handle it with me? You want to handle it that way? You ain't saying nothing to me, man. You, you ain't brother, saying... This you ain't saying me, brother. That's you the, sound like one of them Keebler elves. You don't fear me. Did, did you just say something about my rectum? Hello, B. You don't talk... You you don't talk about my... We gonna, we will meet if you keep talking about my... You don't bring my... Up on nothing. You know nothing, B. You ain't nothing. If you want to talk as men, then we sit down and we talk as men. Because I don't know what you're talking about. But if you're coming up there throwing my name in the middle of thievery, then I got a problem with that, B. And I'll handle it with you. I'm not no youngin'. I don't make records. I ain't going to dish you on record. I'm going to come see you so we can sit down eye to eye and we get down to what it is. I mean, all I'm saying is I got a problem with it. And the, and the bigger problem I got at this point now is for you to tell me, do I want to meet you on the street somewhere? And you know what? I ain't got no problem with that. You so know where, do you what, want me to find, where do you want me to see you now? You know what your problem is, man? Your problem is is that you ain't get as successful as Heavy D. You didn't do what Biggie, what Biggie Smalls did. That's your problem, man. That's no, your, I have no problem with that. Those are incredible artists who have done all kinds of beautiful things in music. I have done my thing in music. All of those things that you're trying to get me to go past the line of sensibility, that goes to youngins. And, now, like I said before, forget about that. What I said earlier stands, brother. Where you want to see me? I don't so care where you want to meet at. How about that? I got a better idea for you. I'm doing a club date in Jacksonville, Florida, brother. That's you, too, you can that's, come my guest and come see me personally. The, and make sure you come with this vigor, though. Come with this vigor. vigor you you look, to, you're going to quit using these big words. What is no, you no, saying? No, brother, brother, this ain't no big word. You're going to use, but you're going to come there with this attitude. You ain't going to see no bodyguard there. You feel me? All I'm saying to you is the music belongs to me. That's what I'm saying to you, man. That's all I'm saying to you. And whoever, your boy evidently done swiped my music, laid it under you, and you done put some tracks on top of it. It ain't right, dog. Brother, let me tell you something. The guy is a guy of incredible integrity. You keep saying integrity. It's the truth, truth, brother. It's the truth. I mean, I'm sorry, man. I mean... It's clear that you're upset, and I'm sorry that you're upset. Look, can, but bring all of that. Forget all of that. Forget everything we're talking about right now. <laughs> I want you to know this. Can I tell you something else? You yelling again? Can I say something else to you? Can you say it calmly? I can. You can? Yes. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by Monica. You just got pranked by your boy named Chai. <laughs> oh, man, you guys are crazy. Man. <laughs> 
Yo, you, you, this is a, you're serious. You can't be serious. I'm dead serious, baby. Wow, man. Wow, man. That's crazy, man. Shot, yo, all right, cool. So I, and now I got to get everybody back. Chub <laughs> Rock, bring all that big up when, you, when yes, I see you. Yes. <laughs> he was so nice and so cool, man, though. Man, he was, man. <laughs> you can't be mad at him. But you, on Chub, the other hand, nephew. Chub is a good dude. Messing with Chub Rock, yeah. Uh, what 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 other rapper? Let's see. You've never done Fifty Cent. I would love for you to do Fifty Cent. Yeah, can do, do 50. fifty. Based on his Instagram, yeah, yeah. you no. would lose. No. Do, do I'm gonna be honest. You think I lose? Yeah, no. based on. 50 no, I think Tom. No, I think it's certain people. I think Tommy's scared of. <laughs> yeah, Ti. You think I'm scared of fifty? Yeah. You think I'm scared of fifty? Yeah. I'll prank fifty. Yeah. Why you sound like Ti? I don't know. That's that that street coming here, Shirley. That. That's that that cover. I, mean, I, yeah. I got fifty. I can do yeah. fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but your voice yeah. high. Yeah, your yeah. voice high. You, you still all up here with me, for a little. I could do fifty. I, I could break fifty. <laughs> I think you should do it. I just, I really do. How about Ti? Yeah, Ti is another said. good T. I, one. You, you our, leader, our leader, Ti, our leader. So yeah. I can call Ti and say I'm with, I'm with Gucci, and we got a problem with you. We need to talk about. No. It. Oh, I please do it. Oh, <laughs> oh, please. Tommy, that would be so good. Ti. Uh huh. We're going to have to go to Jay-Z. I mean, you got to Oh, yeah, Jay-Z. Yeah. Okay. No. Where are you going to get his number? <laughs> you. you. Yes, I do it. <laughs> Everybody you. we talking about is in your phone. What you talking about? I'm not doing that, though. Not, not oh, do it for the prank, baby. No. Come on now. I don't give a damn about the prank. <laughs> I love that. For the old vine. <laughs> do it for the prank, baby. You got to stay in there with me now. I try to give you, like, stuff, you know, so you don't be out your league. I'm not out of my league. Give me the best. See, Denzel, you because you ain't going to be able to handle the comeback. <sighs> what, what, what Den going to say that's going to... Right there. See, you nervous. Den? Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Mr. Washington. <laughs> See, right there. That's out your league. Out your league. <laughs> See, right there. You know you who else would be good? How about the best, Samuel how about the best cussle? Samuel Jackson. Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Dog, you ain't gonna be able to play none of that. Prank, <laughs> prank would never be over with us. I'm gonna do it and ask him what's in his damn wallet. I'm gonna do the whole damn thing. <laughs> oh please, give him the number, yeah. Steve. All right, It'll look. Be none of your blankety blank business. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Thank you. Yeah, I what's like all of those. What's in your blankety blank wallet? <laughs> blank. Coming up next, the strawberry letter subject: living with three other women might be cool. We'll find out right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, living with three other women might be cool. Uh, uh-oh, I might have to let you read it, Steve. Dear Steve and Shirley, I am a single black woman with no kids, and I'm writing in response to the letter, I want to live with all four women. <clears throat> that was uh, read while I was out the other day about this man who wanted to live with the mothers of his children and one had cars. He just wanted to do the right thing. Yes. He didn't want to be judged yes. and all of that. He, uh, she That's says, the one I did for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That was wild. <laughs> that was crazy. I hate I missed that one. Yeah. Crazy. 
Hate I missed that one. Now, uh, no, I'm not one of those women in the letter, but I am thinking that the letter writer might be on to something. After years of dating and being discouraged, I am willing to try anything. I've tried dating apps and I've represented myself respectively, uh, respectfully, but I didn't get any positive responses from men. I've even taken Uncle Steve's advice and the 90-day rule and guys just leave before the waiting period is over because there are women that will give it up sooner. So the most surprising trend is that I've been noticing uh, that I've been noticing is men and women who are polyamorous. They have more than one partner in a relationship and they report that they're all happy and fulfilled. I also know a few couples polyamorous. I also know a few couples that enjoy swinging with other couples. I've been told that I want too much in a man and that I need more than one man to satisfy all of my needs or I need a girlfriend on the side to kick it with. So I recently met a guy that is into this polyamorous lifestyle and he explained how we could save money by living together with others and do everything as one big happy family. If we have children, he said the children, uh, the kids would benefit from all the parents and their siblings in the household. As black women, we are dumb to think black men um, are faithful. Times have changed and being submissive is a thing of the past. We are not going to submit to a man that has multiple women. We talked about a lot of other reasons this could work. I would love to get your opinions on this. At 36 years old, should I be okay with being single forever? or settle for the new trend, please advise. Okay, who says just at 36 years old, you're going to be single forever, first of all? And settling under no circumstances should you settle. That is never a good idea. Never. Settling is never a good idea. Don't do it. Don't settle. Please don't settle. I mean, you know this isn't right, or you wouldn't even be writing in to us, okay? Who besides the man is really going to benefit from the setup like this. I mean, the man is going to benefit, certainly not you. What is in this for you? You you have not made your case in this letter, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, he's going to make it sound like this big, one big happy love paradise, beautiful, big, just loving <laughs> on everybody, family. That's what he's trying to make. You're going to be treated like a, king, a queen. The kids are going to be cared for. And all. Come on. Where do they do this? Uh, don't, don't believe the hype. Uh, I, I just think this is not what you want. It, it's not living your best life. Settling is not living your best life. It's not cute. I just say don't give this, don't give this man another thought. I mean, you're willing to try anything? Has it really come to that? Have you just given up on yourself? Come on, you're only 36. I, I just think you have a lot more living to do. I just say no, do not settle. Just wait. The right man will come along. Just wait, okay? Just like everybody else had to do, all right? Steve? Well, Shirley, uh, everybody, uh, buckle up. <laughs> ignorant mm. Thursday. Yeah, I'm about to be ignorant. I don't care about this. This letter's stupid. <laughs> this letter's stupid, and we have, you have to talk mm. to people like this. Living with three other women might be cool. Dear Steve and Shirley, I'm a black woman, no kids, and I'm writing in response to the letter the other day, I want to live with all four women. Well, no, I'm not one of the women in the letter, but I'm thinking that the letter writer may be on to something. After years of dating and being discouraged, I'm willing to try anything. Okay, so that simply means your ass is desperate. Yeah. 
Uh Now, let's read the letter from the desperate perspective. I've tried dating apps. I've represented myself respectively, but I didn't get any positive response from men. I have even taken Uncle Steve's advice on the 90-day rule, and guys just leave before the waiting period is over because there are women that will give it up sooner. True. They didn't want you. (laughs) They didn't want you. They didn't leave before the 90-day period. They left because they didn't want to have to put in what you required for them to put in for them to get out what they wanted to get out. They didn't want you. So the most surprising trend, uh, so the most surprising trend that I've been noticing is men and women who are polyamorous. They have more than one partner in a relationship and they report that they are happy and fulfilled. What? (laughs) Let me me explain something to you. Was you listening to the letter the other day? Did you not hear me describe the pain Mm -hmm. that this fool was in? Trying to sleep with four women that he done gave all of them a baby. And the other one of the women, woman is pregnant for the second time, and he don't know how he gonna break the news to the other three. Do this sound happy to you? (laughs) They all live happy together. Do you know how hard it is to live with one other person? Thank you. All right, Steve, hold that thought right there. I will surprise you. Yeah, hold that thought. Uh, we'll, We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour subject. Living with three other women hmm, might be cool. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap uh, <laughs> today's Strawberry Letter I got subject. It. Living with three other women might be cool. Yeah, you what? think it is. This lady that wrote in, single black lady, no kids, and she wants to talk about the letter that we had the other day. This guy wrote in talking about, I want to live with all four women. Well, the four women that he is dating, they all have babies by him. Uh, they all have sex regularly. And he said they were all cool with it. But he done messed around and got one of them pregnant a second time. And now he don't know how he going to break it to the other three that he got this fourth one pregnant for the second time. Which disproved everything he said about they was all cool with it. Ain't nobody cool with it, dog. You just been lying to four women's telling them that they the one and they think that they have a chance with you. Right. That's all you did. Ain't no women going along with this right here. You've even taken my advice about the 90-day rule, but all the men you've been dating leave you before the 90 days is up because other women who will give it up sooner. Shirley said that's true. That can happen, but that just means they didn't want you. They was looking to have sex. You was trying to save yourself and they ain't want you. The easy way. So the most surprising trend that I've noticed is that men and women who are in a polyamorous relationship, they got more than one partner and they report that they are happy and fulfilled. That's where we left off at. You happy and fulfilled in being in more than one relationship. It's hard to make one relationship work. It's hard to make one woman happy. Get a group of them. Now, you talking about <laughs> y'all ought to live together like one happy family. You know how hard it is to live with one person? See, you single black female with no kids. You've never lived with nobody before. It's an adjustment to live with one person. You think I'm lying? Let me talk to you about a couple of group 
situations. You can go down to the hotel and just start knocking on doors and tell people you're going to move in there. <laughs> I'm going to show you how hard it is. I got another one. Go down and check into a group home. Wow. Hey, y'all got another room in here? Yeah, come on in. See how much fun it is living in the group home. I got a better idea. Go downtown to the shelter. Wow. Get you a nice bed down at the shelter. If you want to find out how hard it is to live with somebody else and you ain't never had the experience, try one of them places. Okay? So stop this foolishness listening to the guy. I've been told that I want too much in a man, and I need more than one man to satisfy all my needs, or I need a girlfriend on the side to kick it with. You just open to anything. You you just uh-huh. you just you just want somebody now. You just want to be anybody's anything. Desperation, <laughs> Steve. Your ass is just. I'm gonna I'm gonna get me a bunch of men. <laughs> She's beyond desperate. You just uh, then recently I yeah. met a guy. Uh, that's into the uh, polyamorous lifestyle. He explained how we could save money by living together and with others and do everything as one big happy family. If we have children, he said the kids would benefit from all the parents and their siblings in the household. Now, as black women, we are dumb to think that black men are faithful. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was you talking to a white man? Right here. <laughs> was this a white man that was talking? Why you say that, Steve? Well, because she said right after all of this, she said, as black women, we are dumb to think that black men are faithful. So I'm just asking, was you talking to a white man? Or was this a black dude talking to you who to convince you that ain't no black men faithful mm-hmm. and to move into this damn shelter that he created? Right. This damn group home. It ain't going to be enough bathrooms for all uh, people. I'm telling you. Now, times have changed, and being submissive is a thing of the past. What do you think moving into a group home with one damn dude with a bunch of chicks with a whole lot of kids, you don't think that's submissive? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's probably, you, you ain't sister wives. This ain't HBO. You ain't white. You can't go. There's white people that don't agree with this. Listen, talk to white people about this show on HBO. They'll tell you this is got to be nuts. Get ludicrous. No one does that. White people tell you this. What is your black ass talking about? What is she going to get out of it? Nothing. Yeah. We are not going to submit to a man that has multiple women. We talked about a lot of other reasons this could work. I would love to get your opinion. Well, you got it. At 36 old, should this should I be okay with being single forever? Just like Shirley said, why you got to be single forever? Or settle for the new trend? You keep set, girl. Stop. 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 It's too much. You need to go to church. <laughs> Sit down. You need to have a conversation with the Lord, yeah. man. During the week, too. Man, you, yeah, you need to go during the week. <laughs> Bible where you, study. Where you can get some one-on-one counseling. <laughs> Prayer meeting. Yeah, you need somebody to touch you. <laughs> Don't go to the mega church. You need a small church with fold-away <laughs> chairs. <laughs> I'm talking about where they just gather around you and start praying out demons. <laughs> and laying hands on you. All yeah, right. that's what you need to do. All right, listen, post. 
post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and uh, at Steve Harvey FM. And also check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, you know our girl from the talk, the one and only Cheryl Underwood, right after this. Let me get ready. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, please, without further ado, Mr. Cheryl, Mrs. Thank you. Mrs. Shirley <laughs> Underwoodness. Well, you you were really merging me and Junior together as our That's romance continues. Thank you very Mr. much. Hey, Junior. <laughs> What's up, Underwood? Man, listen, I think Come they finally Republican. might have the president. Yeah, listen to me. It's going down, baby. The president got cocky, and he tried to shake down the Ukrainians. You know they comedian is uh, they a uh, president is a comedian. The president oh, yeah? of Ukraine. Really? He's a stand-up really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Trump thought he was going to shake him down, talking about, you know, I got this money and this military equipment. I know you need it, man, uh-huh. but I got you, man. But before I give you what you need, I need a little faith. Yeah. Now, that sounds like a shakedown. Sure. Yeah. But, but out sure, there watching, who don't see that, though? The well, Republicans are not seeing that. What is wrong with the Republicans? They be- Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to say that. Sorry. My bad. I like that. Uh, They tricks. How about that? How about, well, listen, they so up under Trump's thumb that the only dude that's saying something is Mitt Romney. When Mitt Romney is the gangster of the Republicans. You know, Mitt Romney and the Republican from Nebraska has come out. Of oh, uh, a sass, Ben Sass. Yeah, yeah, Ben Sass. I heard that <laughs> if the if the vote to impeach was um, was a confidential, thirty Republicans will vote him right out, and he get Whoa. right put out of office. Cause they scared of people, you know, yeah, turning curse, against them and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but wait, before I go, can I shout out mm. Chris Cuomo? We wouldn't even be going through this if Chris Cuomo on CNN didn't let crazy Rudy Giuliani <laughs> run his mouth so that uh, Trump could be <laughs> impeached. Yeah. Chris and then Cuomo thank you, got Nicole. Got it. And then thank you, Nicole Wallace of MSNBC, for cutting into Trump's speech saying he lying. That was the best day. <laughs> Ever. Wow. When white people are turning on other white people, I think we might have something right now. <laughs> the whistleblower is still talking. I hear Takashi69 uh-huh. name has been mentioned in all of the testimonies. <laughs> and they've given up the three locations of Popeyes that still have chicken sandwiches. So stay tuned. We're going to get Trump one of these days. All right, sure. All I know is I still love Junior. Yeah. Oh, my girl. Well, thank you, Cheryl. The romance continues, as you can see. Absolutely. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, let's do it. Let's do it. She is here, Carla Farrell, with what reality update? Boy, here I go. Come on. <laughs> here you go. Woo. Well, I'm going to flip the script a little bit on you, Steve. I'm going to talk on, well, about Well, let me power. say it already, though. Child. Child. Oh, I'm going I'm I'm to step power. out. Of we for, I hear power. I'm stepping out. Oh, you ain't watched. Oh, Joe sounds so good, Joe. Oh, this show was so good. This episode this past Sunday was the, oh, Saturday, the best episode of Power Oh, that damn ghost, boy. 
Yeah. You, you better talk. You better yeah. talk. Come on, Steve. You, jump on in here. So here we ghost. go. <laughs> <laughs> what about him? What about him? Ghost, ball, ghost was being the most. Ghost was the most ghost he's ever been. <laughs> Ain't seen nothing, hey, young. I said, boy, that damn ghost, boy. Go ahead, go ahead, Carl. Okay, so here we go. First of all, Tariq is just, he is just simply unbelievable. Man, somebody be Tariq ass. Stand him, Junior. I cannot. First of all, Proctor was really, Steve, the only person that yep. ghosts could really trust. Yep. Proctor was mm-hmm. really the only person that ghosts could trust. Tommy showed us that he was a real gangster. Yes, But he's Carla. too emotional. Woo. He, the, the man is emotional. He yes, has he some is. emotional he got issues. issues. Yes. He's just not being smart. And Tyreek ain't loyal to his dad at all. At all. He got expelled from school selling drugs. Uh, Tasha told Ghost. Yeah, he's going to mess around. See, Ghost going to do something to him. To his son? (laughs) Yeah. Like what? He he need to whoop his behind. He need to whoop his behind. Where he shoot everybody else. (laughs) Well, check this out. Ghost is kind of calming down just a little bit. Tasha, she's got a daycare going on. Now she about to sell drugs through the daycare center. Mm -hmm. What is going on? So poor Lisa Marie, Proctor's daughter, uh, she basically, her dad basically killed her mom. And then Tyreek got the phone call from Tommy to leave the back door open. Tyreek, at least Shirley and Junior, he took the little girl out to get some hot cocoa. But baby... That Tommy walked into that penthouse Woo! and Ooh. shot up everything. He lit it up. He was a he? gangster. <laughs> yes, he was. And he killed Proctor. So Proctor is gone. Oh, yeah. Proctor gone. Yeah. Yeah. Proctor's gone. And then, of course, Tyreek, he trying to run game on Vincent, the drug dealer, yeah. trying, to, trying to trick him with that. So now Tyreek got kidnapped. By Vincent, the drug dealer. Who? So guess who got to work together? Who? Tommy and Ghost. That's right. To get Tyreek back. So now here we are with this whole situation. Now Ghost still got a process that Tommy came into his apartment in the penthouse and shot up his whole place. He still has to process that, but right now he's got to work to get his son back. So that was the episode of the year. Of it was so good. It was great. Yeah, it was oh, so man. good. It was, it was so, so good. good. Steve, is there anything you want to add? What you think might happen on the next no, episode? I think Tariq gonna piss so many people off. He already that has. uh, uh-huh. I think a lot of people gonna turn on. But when they turn on him, no ghost gonna show mm-hmm. up on their ass. Yeah, because he's just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody checking Tariq but with- me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ghost gonna That's show up. That's what Ghost on, is gonna say. Uh-huh. Ghost gonna snap, crack a uh-huh. pop, Rice Krispies with tap water on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, I like it. All right, go to at Lips by Carla. We can talk about it more. That is my reality update. That's all my mind could handle was power this Woo! week. We'll be back in twenty after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here's another quickie entertainment news story. Blue Ivy Carter, you know her parents, uh, J and B, right? Well, anyway, 
Blue Ivy Carter is more than just Beyonce's daughter. She is a cultural icon. At least that's what Team Bay's lawyers are arguing in a legal battle over the trademark rights to Blue Ivy's name. A woman named Wendy Morales argues that she's the rightful owner of the Blue Ivy trademark because she's been using it for her event planning business for years. Wendy Morales thinks Beyonce's lawsuit is frivolous, considering it's unlikely anyone would confuse a boutique event planning business with Beyonce's daughter. So what do you guys mm. think? Oh, so wait, they're, How long they're suing the lady? Yeah, I mean they're in a legal battle right now over the trademark oh. rights to Blue Ivy's name. Well, who's yeah. suing? Yeah, Beyonce's okay. lawyers. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, did the lady have the Blue Ivy? She better be careful. The Beehive is real. Just I let me know. Forewarn you, lady. I know. The Beehive real. They coming there. They burn you, stuff. You better down. change that name. Yeah. Yeah. They different. <laughs> well, she's saying this woman is saying that. She's the rightful owner of the Blue Ivy trademark because she's been using it for her business for years. Oh, so yeah. I mean, that could be true. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. It could be. That could be true. Yeah. But, Can't we all just know. get along here? Yeah. But still change I'm, that name. Though. All I'm saying is the Beehive is real. Yeah, they are. Don't they just understand that. And, it, and, 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 and B is a sweet girl. She has nothing to do with it. Yeah. You know, she can't call them off. all right (laughs) we're gonna go uh we'll be back uh with more of the steve harvey morning show and some trending news at 33 after the hour right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right so nicole murphy uh stopped by the wendy williams show uh she wanted Mm -hmm. to discuss the kiss that had everybody talking the picture that went viral and everything uh, you remember paparazzi snapped some pictures of Nicole. Uh, she was kissing Layla Rashan's or Lila Rashan's husband, Antoine Fuqua, uh, while they were in Italy for a film festival. This happened back in July. Uh, Nicole confessed her regrets to Wendy. Take a listen to this. Trust me, I wish it didn't happen. Okay, um, repeat where I this should, Well, I think it was a moment where I should have thought more through the situation, um, made better judgments, you know? So it's something that I apologize for. Uh, she... This is making it worse. Yeah. I accept mm. it. Yeah, I accept it. I'm okay with it. I'm not. You know, a lot of people yeah. were, you know, upset. It I'm was, not going to be able to go on TV and make no damn yeah, apologies, it, it but mixed. I accept it. Yeah, yeah she also admitted it. She, she didn't come across remorseful. You know, or sincere. The they were saying sincere yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, you know, she kind of, you know, you know how she look kind of yeah. takes. She ain't gonna ever look remorseful. Well, she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. Yeah. Of course, that goes right without now. saying. You know, that's um, what stops remorse from a lot of people. Well, she also admitted well, was... that Antoine gave her a different impression of marriage to Leela, and uh, she also urged women to do their research because this could happen to you. She says. Uh, she then revealed that she did not put out the statement following their makeout session, claiming that the two were just family friends who exchanged a friendly hello, hello and that was it. She I said, ain't never that was said nothing. hi like that. No, me neither. I, ain't ever I won't. You. But you, but you yeah. can say hi to me like <laughs> yeah. that. Though. Yeah. Yeah. If I say hi yeah. like excuse that, me, what, excuse, uh-uh. What, what was that? Uh, yeah, that's Tommy talking. What was yeah. that? This is Ignorant yeah, Thursday, Tommy. but uh, that's, that's, that's Tommy said that. <laughs> I didn't say. That. I ain't that damn ignorant. Okay. Yeah. See, it's the difference between ignorance and stupidity. Get your nephew. (laughs) No, no. See, I make ignorant statements. See, here's my ignorant statement. Uh I ain't never said hello like that. (laughs) That was ignorant. To a family friend. Uh Then then here's another Mm -hmm. ignorant statement. I accept her apology. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now show us, do with it. show us what stupid is. That was ignorant. Show yeah. us what stupid mm-hmm. is. 
Yeah, yeah, she can say hi to me like that. Mm-hmm. See the difference? See, right there. If we're going to say hello, I mean. Only thing I'm mad about, Shirley, what? is she to kiss me, it wouldn't even be a story. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying that? Only people been mad are my exes. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mm. All right. Wow. Well, yeah, that was her response. And she said at least she was a woman enough to come on and face everyone and, you know, tell her side. All right, uh, when we come back, we'll have our last break of the day. Check in, see how the day went. And, of course, the one and only Steve Harvey will give us some inspiring parting words with his closing remarks right after this at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day. It's been a good Thursday, huh? It's been an ignorant Thursday. Isn't it Thursday? (laughs) Thank you very much. You made good on your promise. Yeah, I told you what I was going to do. Thank you. Uh, Yes, you did. It's been a good Thursday, though. Uh, Good to be back and all of that. And uh, time for you to get us out of here with some closing remarks, some inspiring words like you always do. Yeah, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about something. I've covered this subject before, but I think it's important. Uh, Somebody sent something to me. Uh, Matter of fact, well, hell, Tommy. Tommy sent something to me. I'm reluctant to say Tommy sent me something because immediately people go, what? (laughs) But he did. I did. Yeah, he sent me something. And uh, it made me think about something that I've mentioned a few times on the radio, and I'm going to expound on it. But here's what he sent me, and I want to talk to you about this. People would throw dirt on your name and then get mad when flowers start to grow from it. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? I love that, yeah. People would throw dirt on your name and then get mad when flowers start to grow from it. Wow. That's amazing, man. And in this world of uh, social media where hate is so prevalent, you know, so much hate out there, man, it, it just seems to override the, the the good that could be on social media. And there's a lot of good on social media, too, but people are so caught up with drawing eyeballs and clicks that they sensationalize everything to the point where they don't even care if it's the truth or not. But here's what I want you to understand about dirt. Everything in nature that comes up out the ground comes up out the ground, but it is first covered by earth. The dirt is necessary for a seed to flourish. In order for a tree or a bush or shrubbery or a plant or a flower or a fruit to become the things I just named, they have to first be a seed. In order for the seed to grow, it has to be covered in dirt. If you take a seed and you just throw it on the ground on the concrete and you come back a year later, if it don't fall down in that crack and get some dirt on it, when you come back, that seed is gone. Either the wind and blew it away or it got dried up and disintegrated something. But in order for it to become a plant, a tree, a fruit, a vegetable, a shrubbery, a bush, It has to be covered in dirt. So when you're getting the dirt put on you, I want you to take heed to a very important lesson. That the dirt that some people are throwing on you is necessary 
that dirt is actually, unbeknownst to them, it's going to be your fertilizer. It's going to provide you with nutrients. It's going to give you the push-through factor to grow and become the fruit, the flower, the plant, the shrubbery, the tree, the bush that you were born to be. But in order for it to happen, you have to have the dirt. See, I'm okay with the dirt. I get it all the time. You could go right now and read something about me that probably is not true. But guess what? That's dirt. But that dirt has strengthened me. That dirt that they throw on you, it provides you with nutrients. Every seed in order to grow has to push through dirt to become what they are. But while they're pushing through that dirt, they're developing something. See, that seed don't just push through the dirt. It develops roots. It starts a root system. And in that root system, it allows them to be more firmly planted. So when the wind starts blowing, when it sticks its heads up through the soil and the wind starts blowing, it don't blow it along the ground like a leaf or a piece of paper because that dirt has allowed itself to have roots. And those roots become to stabilize you. But them same roots from the dirt that they threw on you, it provides nutrients to make you grow. Because if it don't kill you, it'll make you stronger. Everything that doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Every mishap in your life that you survived, you survived it because you were strong enough to get through it. So when you keep waking up every day and you're complaining about how your life ain't this and how your life ain't that, it could be this and that. You're just looking at it the wrong way. The fact that you survived that bad day yesterday has proven that you are stronger than you thought you were, that you are actually stronger than you were the day before. And every day you wake up, you get a little bit stronger because your roots get to grow a little bit deeper into the ground. You get a little more nutrients. So when they're throwing dirt on you, understand something. What people mean to bury you actually can nourish you. See, what man does for evil, God can turn all that around for good. How many times has he done it for you? How many times have you seen him do that as an example of his power? See, God takes what was meant for evil for you if you're just trying to be a good person, if you're just trying to be an okay person. What God will do, he'll give you favor and grace, and he'll take something that's meant for you to do harm and turn it completely around. I saw something about me on the internet the other day. I was looking for something, and I saw something, and they were talking about how my life was going and how it must be calmer for something I did. I just looked at them. They don't even know me. They don't even know what God has done for me. They have no idea how God operates in my life. God gives you grace and favor when everybody else is pointing at you laughing. They have no idea what God's plan is. Okay? So when you get some dirt thrown on you, remember, like Tommy said, people will throw dirt on your name and then get mad when flowers start to grow from it. <laughs> y'all have a great weekend, man. I love y'all. Hey, talk to God. He'd love to hear from you today. All right? Bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 